You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to the king of all kings podcast. J Street Vibes. Hosted by Kenny Caraway and Jason Jones. Yeah, yeah. You know what it is, baby. We tapped in. We locked in. You know the vibes, man. J Street Vibes right here. It's your main man, Kenny Caraway. ESPN 1320. Co-host of the D-Lo and KC show on ESPN 1320. My main man, Jason Jones of The Athletic. Jay, what's good, man? No much, same old, same old, you know, just living, working, nothing too crazy going on. Having at least no, nobody I have to worry about has had a report come out about them trying to fight mall security. So, oh, well, geez, goodness gracious, yo, get your mans. How get is he my mans? He ain't, he, he got beef with my peoples, remember? <laughs> he got beef with my peoples, you know, so he can't, he ain't my mans. I'm just. I have my own opinions on that. I'm going to think I'm gonna leave that alone. But yeah, yeah. He is a wild boy. John Moran is a wild boy. I can't even tell you wild if you fighting teenagers and mall security. Did you? And we're gonna get into the Kings, obviously. But I, I just real, did you? Did you read the story with him and a teenager? Yeah, I've I've heard that story. But I think Bomani Jones was the first time I heard that story. Bro, that's that's foul. That's hella foul. <laughs> That's hella foul. Like, what are you doing, bro? Jeez. Mm-mm-mm. Do better, Ja. Do better. Um, but, you know, to a certain degree, not our problem here in Sacramento is we worried about these Kings trying to get them into the playoffs, man. And they are uh, coming off the all-star break. Scorching hot, Jason. 4-0 in their four games since the all-star break. Uh, they got a win against the Trailblazers, the epic game uh, Friday against the the Clippers, 176-175, and then they had a back-to-back. Well, it wasn't a back-to-back. It was a two-game set uh, yeah. with the Oklahoma City Thunder in OKC, won all four games. They're cooking right now, man. They are. I want to make sure I got this correctly and I'm reading this the right way because I just – these numbers just look foreign to me. They look crazy. I don't – I don't even know if ESPN.com was available when, when these numbers – I could see these numbers in this this way. But the Kings are 11 games over 500. It's March 1st. the hell's going on here? 11 games over in the third spot in the Western Conference. Uh, in the Western Conference, they are three games up on Phoenix as we speak. Life is good in Sacramento, Jason. Yeah, well, there was ESPN.com the last time you could say that, but there was no iPhone. I think we had sidekicks. <laughs> sounds sounds about right. I remember that absolutely was ESPN.com because I remember in Mr. Withrow's class in high school, we used to get on this computer and then go to ESPN.com, and I would I remember reading up on the the Sixers 
uh, playoff run in 2001 with Alan Iverson. I used to always go in this class and read the latest articles. It looked very different than the ESPN.com today. The way the pages loaded were very different. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I guess there was ESPN.com. Yeah, but, I mean, there's a lot of things that weren't around since the last <laughs> time. I mean, shoot. I was going to almost say that some of the Kings might not have been born, but I think everyone was alive. I think De'Aaron was a baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean. Who's the, who's the young? Well, Keegan. De'Aaron might have been in kindergarten. It might be Keegan might be the youngest one now, right? Keegan's what, about 22, I think? I don't yeah. know if he's 20. I don't know if he's that old. I mean, 21. I know he was like the college for two years. I don't know if he's that old. But I mean, of the of the guys in the rotation, he's the youngest. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if somebody on the bench is maybe, you know, maybe, you know, G League guy, you know. Well, you know, you know, Jason, you bring that up and, and you know, we didn't necessarily plan to talk about this, but it's interesting when you think about it. The sneaky thing about this team is they're not young. They're not like babies, but they're not old either. Like even Harrison Barnes, who we think is like so old, did he just turn 30 or has he not turned 30 yet? Something like that. Like he just turned 30. I mean, yeah. And I we could talk about that too. Just the whole, we, we, we'll, we'll get to that. We talk about people wanting to play the Kings, but yeah, it's kind of a tricky thing. Like they're a young team. Like they're really not a young team. Yeah. They're, they're not babies. You can't call them the baby Kings, but they're not, yeah. they're not I, like a lot of these guys aren't even in their prime. I don't think yet. Like they might just be entering in 25 and stuff like that. I think Herder's what 24, 25, 26. Davion, Keegan, Sabonis is only 26. Yeah, I think because the guys coming to the league so much have come for the last 20 plus years, coming to the league so much younger, and because of the, oh, I've talked about before, the overexposure with the media when they're so young, mm. it just feels like we've known about these guys forever. Hmm. So it's hard to believe that De'Aaron is, what is he, 20? He just turned 25, I think. Yeah. His birthday during this season was his 25th birthday. Yeah, so, I mean, it's hard to, you know, but a lot of times, and that's what skews the whole development because if a guy went to school for four years, when he Mm. hit 25, that was year three. That was takeoff year. Mm. Now, Mm. year three, the guy can't even, you know, buy a beer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. straight up. Mm. So, yeah, but, hey, whether they're young or old or whatever, they balling right now. They doing their thing. Uh, like I said, 4-0 since the All-Star break. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. And look, man, I'm just going to say it. Once again, uh, I'm not being arrogant. I'm not being conceited. I'm not putting the cart before the horse. It's about to happen, Jason. It's about to happen. Kings about to not only are they going to break the postseason situation, they're going straight to the top six. I don't know if they're going to finish second, third, fourth, maybe fifth. I don't know, but it's happening. They're start. The thing about it is they're starting to create a certain level of separation. And there's the, the game. The number of games are starting to run out. There's a lot of teams who are like at 20 games left right now, and it's a they're they're three games ahead of Phoenix. They are. 
I want to make sure I have this right. I think three and a half or four. Yeah, they're four and a half ahead of Golden State and the Clippers. Five ahead of Dallas, who's now seven. Um, like there, there's just games to make up and not a whole lot of games left when you really start looking at it. Yeah, I mean, those teams behind them are going to have to start hoping the Kings just start losing a bunch of games. Mm-hmm. Because in the, you look at who's behind them, I mean, I expect Phoenix to try to be going a little bit of a run, but, you know, they're four behind in the loss column. Mm. So, you know, the Warriors will get Steph back. They're five behind in the loss column. The Clippers mm-hmm. are, I don't know what the hell's wrong with them. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. You know, but they're six behind. And then you got a bunch of teams that are six or seven behind in the loss column. You go all the way down to 12. You know, you get them all, you, get them all, you know, seven, eight games behind in the loss column right now. Yeah. So, I mean, I just think you see, you see, you know, they are where they are. I can't read really, that whole lot to say. You know, if you're banking on them falling apart, uh, I, I wouldn't bank on that at this point. I mean, I can't see them falling too far at this, you know, at this rate. Right. Right. Especially like you look any anything's possible. There's still games that have to be played. Hopefully, you know, knock on wood, hopefully people stay healthy or whatever, but just you look at the way they're playing basketball right now and they're, they're playing a really good band of brand of basketball that to your point, it's hard to see them just collapsing with the way they're playing right now. Like they're playing good basketball. Yeah. I mean, you look at their schedule. I mean, you know, you got the Clippers again, like I said, we don't know what you'll get from them. You know, Minnesota, you know, the Pelicans are, you know, have been reeling, mm. you know, your boys, will, your boys will be in town next week. You know, who are my boys? The Knicks. Oh yeah, those are my boys. Shout out to the Knicks. Yeah, yeah. you know, and, and Jalen Brunson has decided to become Superman. So I mean, <laughs> they got some. They got some tough games. They got to see Phoenix, Milwaukee. They got to see Pat Bev and the Bulls. Oh gosh, I thought we were done with him. Jesus. Yeah, you, you know, but you also got some winnable games, and you know, you would think going in, you know. Who knows what version of the Nets you'll see, the Wizards, you know, you know, but the thing is a lot of those teams are right around 500, which makes them very game, games you could win. But also if you lost them, you wouldn't be completely shocked. You know, you still got to see Boston again. You got you to see, you know, you know, I guess Utah hasn't faded completely. So, I mean, there's some games. They got to see Dame twice still. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they. But at that point, who knows what they're gonna be looking like? They they may have already shut it down for the season. Yeah, I don't think they plan on shutting it down. Oh, they're fading. They 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 they're four games out of a playing spot by that time. Like, what are we playing them for? I mean, hey, I I, I don't know. I just I, I I just think you know you you look at this thing. You still got you got some games to be played still. And they should feel good. But like I said, we'll just have to, you know, it's, it's, it's a wait and see thing, but they should feel good about their position. They control their destiny. When this is the last time we've ever said in March, crazy. Only thing they've ever controlled in March the last 17 years is their lottery spot. <laughs> and sometimes they didn't even have control over that. Thanks to Vlade. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you got, you had Vlade telling, no, you, we got to lose this game to Marcus. You stay home. We got to lose this game. Damn it. We won. Okay, more of you sit. <laughs> I forgot about that. that. Was wild times. Yeah, between seven and ten, if we get out of there, oh man, we in trouble. 
Well, look, isn't that the year? Because it, it feels like that's when they, you know, for lack of a better term, they had to shit or get off the pot with DeMarcus. Because if they would have kept him around, they probably would have lost that first round pick. They traded him. Yeah. And that's what allowed them to kind of collapse, keep their first rounder. And they got Chicago's. I think that's they who got, it was. They got De'Aaron. Yeah. They had, but they had, they had two picks. Remember, they had five and ten, and I think they somehow or they got New Orleans. They had, five, they, had, they, had, they had the New Orleans pick, and then they turned the tenth pick into two guys who were out the league. <laughs> yeah. well, I think could have the league month right then and there, like I want. Right there, you know, <laughs> he's sitting there for you. A few guys were sitting there at ten. Yeah, and yeah, yeah and they turned. Yeah, now I don't turn this into a you know. We'll, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. But, I mean, like I said, here they are, 4-0 after the break. Um, Big-time game coming up on Friday that we'll talk about a little later with a big weekend, really, uh, coming up this weekend that we'll talk about a little later. But we'll we'll get into um, some other stuff I wanted to talk on. We'll take a quick break. And when I come back, Jason, the disrespect, the disrespect that's going on with the Sacramento Kings right now. Fake anger. really starting to piss me off. Fake anger. Fake look, anger. And, and like, and like uh, Jeff Jarrett once said, if there's one thing you don't want to do, that's piss me off. Don't piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> we all talk about it on the other side. It's Jason Jones. It's Kenny Caraway right here on J Street Vibes. <laughs> 